It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Now joining me, the former mayor of New York, my friend and attorney for the president, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Rudy, uh, you know, a tough day in D.C. We're watching all of this play out. Uh, a quiet day and a silent day in the streets of Washington, D.C., except for the guardsmen, it seems. Uh, first to you, my friend, you fought hard. You did everything you could uh, on behalf of the country overall. And what happened in this election? How are you doing? Well, of course, I'm sad. I can't I'd, I'd be I'd be uh Less than honest if I didn't say that I have a, a real sense of sadness, both for, uh, for the country in particular and uh, for the loss of President Trump, who I thought was one of our great presidents. Uh, but as an American, I have, to, I have to and will respect the law. As a lawyer, I'll respect the law. And he's our president or will be soon. And as an American, I have to hope that he's going to be successful. Uh my intellect tells me all kinds of things different than that. The experiences that I've had and the special position that I was in and getting the hard drive, being one of the first ones to get the hard drive in order to get it out, having reviewed it in great detail, I have a lot more knowledge about Biden and the Biden family than anybody would like to have. So it's a very complicated set of feelings for me. I've never been in this position before where I've known so much about a person about to be president and uh let's just hope for the best yeah you know rudy it's a stark contrast in the range of emotions uh and i i share you know i think i share the same range as you and i'm a fighter as you know and i'm going to get up and go to the first position of fighting for what's right as you do but you know, the contrast here between the incoming President Trump and Biden is what you just said, how much you know, how much you've talked to this audience about, demonstrated to me and others, and what has not been looked into versus the fakery, the fake hoax, the, the Russia collusion, the Ukrainian, the, all of this that went on with Trump. Here we have facts and evidence that are ignored by the media, and they cover up versus Trump where they made up. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, um, the double, I mean, the double standard has been there now for quite some time, and it's gotten, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And I, uh, I've written about this and thought about it a lot. You know, if we don't solve this double standard, this gets beyond now Biden and even Trump, uh, we'll never come together as a country. We keep wondering, well, what is it that divides us as a country? And I'm sure it's more than one thing, but from the point of view of those people, uh, either you know, right of center or partially right of center or very right of center, the feeling is that they're treated very differently. The feeling is that only Republicans get prosecuted. They're certainly the only ones who get persecuted, meaning getting prosecuted for things that are hardly ever crimes. Uh, Democrats never, de- never do. They seem to escape when there are mounds of evidence and Republicans seem to get prosecuted even when you have to make it up like General Flint. That's a, that's a real feeling for 40, 50 percent of the country. Now they've also feel that an election was subjected to that, both from the point of view of censoring the complete information about Biden, the hard drive, and then censoring any real discussion of the election. That only made it 
much, much worse. He's not going to be able to unite just by saying, let's unite. He'll be able to unite if he gets rid of the double standard. He starts uh, these uh, persecutions of Trump and Trump supporters. I don't know what's going to happen. Right now, right now, if I if I if I put down on my Twitter that I believe the election was stolen, they'll take it off. I suppose I really believe that. Am I supposed to lie about it? It's a very bad situation for a country that that's built around, I guess, as a first principle, free speech. You know, I, I, I mentioned this, Rudy, in a, in a piece I wrote, which appears in The Hill today. And I mentioned and I played the audio this week on Martin Luther King Day, where Martin Luther King talked about the totalitarian suppression of the then Soviet Union and of the Chinese communists. And he compared that to the freedoms in America. And, you know, when I think back, he said that back then in the I Have a Dream speech in Washington, D.C., to the world. And here we are today, to your point, where there is suppression and outward, by the way, now, whether it's a former Facebook chief uh, security officer, Alex Stamos, or Katie Couric calling for deprogramming or Eugene Robinson, others, I mean, politicians, and then the tacit approval of Biden-Harris during their presidential run when there's when their staffers were raising money to bail out rioters who burned american cities who helped burn american communities and now this is this has become an outward display of what we were told was a conspiracy approach that the left was suppressing and in some ways oppressing the speech of the left of of those of us on the right well, you can't even deny it any longer. You know, a couple of years ago, when uh, it came up in the Obama administration that Republican or conservative groups were being scrutinized by the IRS by a much different standard than Democrats, it seemed correct. I mean, it seemed like that was a terrible thing. After all, that was one of the things Nixon was impeached for. Uh, but it wasn't proven. And there were lots of excuses for it. And it was hard to really ascertain, was it just tremendously powerful circumstantial evidence, but had an explanation or not. Now you can't even, I mean, it's a direct, open, acknowledged conspiracy on the part of all of big tech, 90, 80 to 90% of the media, basically not to cover the other side. One side says Joe Biden had a wonderful career and he's an honest man. And the other side has his son's hard drive that has his son saying the opposite. That having has his son saying he led you know thirty years of selling his father's public office and shared half the money with him. Now it's bad enough that that's there. It's another thing when eighty percent of America, American institutions, is covering that up. I don't know where that leaves us until it's cured. So I asked the question at the beginning of the show, Rudy, because I think we have you know, and it's typical in these times when we have either a change in administration or a movement that begins to guide the party as the MAGA movement did for the Republican Party, that there needs to be a now what look at how we move forward. And as the president said, and I'm sure you saw and or heard, I didn't know if you were actually there. Uh, not my turn to track you today, Rudy, but he said, <laughs> I'll be back I in some there, form. <laughs> I talked to him on the phone several times last night. 
but to the party, and actually just to that point, I'm sorry, how, how's he doing? How's, well, how's I, he I thought doing? I had some of the most wonderful conversations that I've had with him. I mean, it's over. That part's over, the fight, except for we did we did spend some strategy on what, what has to be done in the Senate. Uh, but then we got a chance just to talk. And I, I, I got a chance to tell him what a great president I thought he was. And under un, under circumstances that I don't know whether you like him or you don't like him, no president's ever been tortured like this. I mean, Lincoln, Lincoln was tortured because of the Civil War. He wasn't tortured because a band of people got together and tried to harass him and drive him out of office and create false charges against him and hound him every single day he was in office. Now, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. I think in some way the pressure made him better. I used to tease him when we were going through the impeachment. I said, once this is over, you may really start becoming a failure. So you probably need this kind of pressure to su- succeed. But I can't think of a president that's done what he's done. I mean, basically, he remade the Middle East with three peace agreements that no other president could accomplish. Did the same thing in Sudan. Calm down the situation with North Korea so we can at least talk to them. I mean, when Biden left, they were flying over Japan with rockets. And in the Middle East, uh, Syria, Syria was in was in vicious, vicious, terrible shape. Chemical weapons were being used. Obama had four times, five times, eight times refused to do anything. First time they did it on him, he hit him right back like Reagan did, and it stopped. Over. Iran got pushed into a corner, and they're, they're protesting every week now. I think now they're holding celebrations in the street that their, their friend is back. So he's, he did wonders in the Middle East. He pushed back on China more than any president ever has. He sort of helped us recognize a lot of us, including me, were somewhat confused about China. I mean, we thought of them as maybe having a real possibility of a peaceful ascent. And with Xi Jinping, each year it becomes obvious that the man wants to take over the world or be the main country in the world and drop us down to last by by. I, I guess by 2040, and he's on his way to doing it. I know you also pay attention to the global politics. You know, a lot of times in the recent months, you and I have talked about legal issues and election issues. Uh, but as someone who is very well aware and versed on global policies, and you're talking about the Middle East, are there other areas where you would have concerns about the Biden history and the Biden issues and uh, you know china's the first one but it's not the only one that comes to mind so in his case something something happened and the one thing i can say the investigation of this will continue privately funded because the american people need to know exactly what happened so it doesn't happen again you can join me live on the david webb show monday to friday nine to noon east on SiriusXM Patriot 125.